This episode is going to talk about trans rights, gender stuff, competitive athletics, Nazis, basically 2019. At the top of this document, you have uh, Joe versus the Coyote. Yep. And I'm like, I'm like pretty, we, we've all heard about, about Jessica and, and the Bobcat. Uh, <laughs> What what is what is this uh, with the coyote? Um, so uh, the the reason we're doing this topic is because I just concluded all of my real races for the year. One of them was a really hilly course that is uh, infamous across New Jersey for this aspect of it. So I wanted to get ready for it by running in the uh, ecological preserve that is right next to me. Um, that's part of the university. And yeah, it is open to the public. Except uh, two weeks before said race, it closed unexpectedly due to reports of a fairly brazen coyote, which was hmm. uh, uh, reportedly going up to people and nipping them, which is oh, like rude. And also unusual. Extremely unusual. Uh, also like rabies. Right. That was a thought. So that's why they closed the whole thing. Yeah. The reports were always, uh, they always came off to me like, I don't know what this really sounds like. Like, yes, that is really unusual behavior. But we also kind of have a wild canid and felid like local extinction going on in New Jersey, which is why there are so many deer all the way out by where I live, like, kind of far from the ecological preserve, because there's nothing murdering them in there anymore. So the the predators are dying, not just the usual habitat destruction, but, like, actually some kind of plague or something, or...? Well, no, I just mean that the habitat destruction has oh, gotten... Just... has reached the critical point. Right. That's... Uh, unfortunate. Around here, we have a lot of foxes. Uh, I don't know. I, I people uh, report coyotes every now and then. Uh, it's amazing. Coyotes live in a lot of places that you wouldn't think that they would live in. Uh, and I think at a distance, a lot of people are like, "Huh, somebody's German Shepherd." Actually, I just read a story earlier about some Canadian who uh, struck one with his car and took it like into the car and like pet it and stuff. Um, like you and your bobcat <laughs> right <laughs> and it was surprisingly calm about it uh and because he thought it was a dog and then somebody was like dude that's a coyote uh, so he had this coyote in his car for like his entire night shift and had to um take it to a re wildlife rehabilitation center uh in the morning <laughs> um so that was the thing. But anyway. Right. So that kept me out of doing the training I wanted to do because I couldn't find any alternative hills and it doing the whole thing where it's light for like seven hours a day. Um, mm. I couldn't exactly like, you know, drive somewhere. <laughs> it was annoying me because it seemed like this coyote was imaginary because it was just a few scattered reports from students during, you know, exam and holiday stress. And it's also like kind of a weird place to be walking like near the edge of this because it's on the other side of a road that's on the other side of parking lots a whole lot of like not making sense um but unfortunately the story ends with uh uh finally the uh, police uh uh responding to a call in time to see it during which the animal um was also aggressive towards them 
So mm-hmm. um, they... Uh, I assume they shot it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's what the police do because they suck. Yeah. Well, it, it was the standard euphemisms well, of uh, of that. Um, but it was tested and found negative for rabies. So it's... So that's just kind of weird. It, yeah. It's just like, I mean, that's good. It means that the, all of the people who got nipped don't have to have a yeah. series of horrible shots in their stomach. But that's... Uh, I wonder if somebody had been feeding it or something and it was just that trying to get more. Cause, been, yeah. Because people do that and it really is very injurious to wildlife. Yeah. That story wasn't supposed to have that depressing ending, but. <laughs> well, I mean, people know what show this is. Yeah. It's the depressing <laughs> show. It's the depression hour, except it's not usually an hour. But yeah, so the thing uh, is you've been running races uh, against other people, some of whom are women, some of whom are men, some of whom might be non-binary. I assume you don't interrogate everybody (laughs) that you see about their gender. Uh, Actually, that's the thing. So so you you mentioned that you can look up your results by gender, by, you know, all of the pieces of data that they have, age, class, that sort of thing. Uh, age class, not age comma class. <laughs> they don't. Do yeah. That. I assume there's not like, well, this is the rich people group and this is the, you know, the plebs. <laughs> but uh, do they do do many or any races ever have like a gender non-binary category? Because like they should. Uh, yeah, they should. Um, but for now, I mean, it's up to your reporting on yourself. Hmm. So you just kind of pick whichever one feels closest. That's not amazing yeah but it's also not an issue because this is amateur stuff and the awards are like uh that (laughs) one time i got uh pie or bread mix (laughs) and (laughs) and not quite gift cards to a restaurant what what makes it a not quite gift card well that it wasn't uh it, it wouldn't carry a balance and uh alcohol and something else were not eligible Oh, wow. I didn't know they made bummer cards like that. Well, I guess when you make them to donate to a thing you're sponsoring as <laughs> as prizes. I don't know. Uh, we got through those, though. We didn't bake the uh, mysterious <laughs> loaf. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> race loaf. <laughs> it's been coming up and going away every so often um these worries not really based on anything that's happened that well some high school senior who has like the second best time in an event can start calling themselves female and start taking all the women's world records yeah because that's gonna happen the only the only time the only instance I can think of where a trans athlete dominated uh, a bunch of female athletes was when it was a trans man who was forced to compete with the women right. in high school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and he he beat them because he would have preferred to compete with the men where it would have been a more even playing field. He might not have been the best man wrestler but he was a man wrestler and should not have been wrestling women and people like to bring that up because they it's amazing like people there's a lot of um because trans misogyny is so 
pervasive. Whenever somebody hears trans, they assume trans woman. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and they completely forget that trans men are a thing. And like sometimes there will be an issue. It's like something happens with a trans man and they immediately leap on that. And it's like, no, that's you're not. That's not actually the issue. It's like this trans person was beating all of the. Yeah, that's because that was a trans man. That was a man. You are the ones who made that man compete with the women. Right. <laughs> I guess it was a boy because this was high school, but whatever. <laughs> the idea of somebody transitioning to, to win more at, at like high school sports or like even to become an Olympic athlete, that just is not something that any individual human being has ever... Now, they're in, in the Eastern Bloc and whatever, there were some shenanigans with gender, to be sure, but that was like government-imposed like bad creepiness not not an uh, a cis man deciding to transition to a woman to win more stuff. Also, the process of transition reduces your performance. It it does. Like trans women have have posted about this. Caitlin Burns uh, post. I think it was a Medium post or something. She talked about how her running times are dramatically worse than pre transition because that's just a thing that happens. Your body changes. And it's different. Right. You know, the same people that are outraged by it are also the same people that probably uh, denied this poor kid uh, the opportunity to transition uh, pre-puberty when they knew they were trans, but yeah. just didn't have a safe environment uh, for them to either express that at all or simply, you know, heard it and denied them. On the one hand, it's kind of nice that a lot of a lot of kids know that they're trans now because they have that concept. They they in the past, even the very recent past, like a lot of people who are trans grew up knowing that there was something wrong, but not really knowing what it was. So on the one hand, it's kind of nice that that a lot of kids now like they have uh, they know what's happening. They know what's going on. Right. They know what to do about it. But then there's this huge obstacle of being able to actually do anything about it, uh, which a lot of times is their parents. Yeah. Most of the time. And then society. Right. Uh, so <laughs> there was this uh, <laughs> uh, one meticulously researched, but for no reason, because it misses the mark entirely, piece about, um, well, like the short gist of it is that uh, the women's world record for um, the 100 meter dash is regularly achieved by high school seniors, uh, you know, that are men and probably 18 uh, <laughs> in most cases. And by regularly, I mean, yeah, it happens. Um, there, you know, still no Usain Bolt. And also, like, High school times aren't really reliable anyway when you're talking about something that's 10 seconds long. <laughs> right. And also, you don't win the Olympics by being the current world record holder. You win by showing up on race day and being faster than the person in the lane to the right of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you always have the opportunity to blow it or, you know, just do better than you've ever done before on someone else's bad day, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. So, you know, the whole, like, world record argument is kind of eh. But again, like, we're talking about, like, the world record here. Like, the guys that are 
achieving the women's world record for an event while they're in high school are also the like they're the top of the guys as well. Yeah. I mean everybody everybody who's been in elementary school knows that there was always at least one girl who was just really fast and she would beat almost all or all of the boys in any given foot race. Like I had a girl like that in fourth grade. I still remember because her name was uh, a Gina, which was unfortunately close to vagina, which was not great for her, but she was actually really popular. So it didn't come up. <laughs> it, it's just like, it's so, it's so many words <laughs> and like so many like true words. And then like, a really shitty go nowhere prejudiced paragraph and then more data <laughs> like if you look at the sum total of human beings on earth the at the very 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 top levels the very 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 top men perform significantly better than the very 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 top women but the very very top women perform as well as the top men and there's it's a whole it's a big I mean, people just love the idea that there are these, like, clean buckets, and there's this bucket of men and this bucket of women, and there's no, like, you know, you can talk about those things very distinctly. But we know that that's not the case in, like, any area. First of all, there's the whole thing where gender's not a binary. It's, I <laughs> yeah. mean, there, there are two peaks at, you know, male and what we call male and what we call female, but, like, there's a whole, like inter like gr there are gray areas trans uh uh intersex people <laughs> are a thing there are a bunch of different intersex conditions um and then even you know not not without regard to your chromosomes genitalia physical stuff etc i mean there's there's gender is totally separate from from sex in a lot of ways <laughs> you, you just can't divide people up in any real way in that like with a with a hard line you know, down the middle and on one side is men and on one side is women and they're totally different. Uh, also, <laughs> no, no man on earth, no sensible man, no man who's not being coerced into it by a powerful totalitarian government mm -hmm. is going to transition because it's so difficult. Like, it's just every, so there's one, so maybe, maybe you'll win some events as a woman that you wouldn't be winning as a man, but like everything else in your life is harder. You, I mean, <laughs> everything. <laughs> going to the bathroom is going to be infinitely harder because there are going to be like people who want to beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> now maybe you can run real fast because you're. I was going to say, well, I mean, in the runner, case but... of you being a world class athlete, maybe it's different. Um, unless you're, unless your bathrooms, of course, are at the, uh, uh, you know, training center with the other athletes that don't have to go through this so they'll still bully you and be bigger than you because they're some other sport and runners are small. It's just such a ridiculous notion that that would ever happen. Well, yeah, because, you know, some people, and by some people, we all know I mean white conservatives in this country, are especially looking to be victimized by something. They really are. Like, women with short, cis women with short hair sometimes get pulled aside in the bathroom, like, are you sure this is the right bathroom for you? And I'm like, who the hell is doing that? You... <laughs> You don't talk to strangers in the bathroom unless it's to say your skirt's tucked up in your pantyhose. You might want to address that situation or like your fly is down. Those are the only valid conversations to have with a stranger in the bathroom. Personally, I do not give a shit if a cis man is in the stall next to me. Like, I don't care. The only thing that I absolutely will not abide is cis male children who want to peek under the stalls. 
because that's the thing. A lot of mothers bring their their little boys into the ladies' room, which I understand because they can't leave them alone, whatever. You have to supervise children. But, like, supervise them better so that they're not, like, you know, interested in what's going on in my stall. This has not happened to me, but if it ever does, I'm kicking a child in the face. I don't care. I'm going to kick him in the face. Yeah. I have long legs I can reach. Uh, I was uh, ranting about uh, something else for uh, a completely unrelated reason, but it got... Uh... It reached the point of uh, the usual conclusion of that um, if you do something as an accessibility feature that makes it worse for people who <laughs> don't need that feature, like, it's also not the correct way to do that. Right. And one of these, th and, like, the right way to do anything accessible is usually something that uh, uh, douchebag ableists would... Uh, call it unfair luxury and like <laughs> uh, <laughs> the idea of an individual bathroom in a public space is certainly one of those <laughs> like no all bathrooms <laughs> need to suck and be strictly gendered right like you know um, you, you feel bad for doing it but if you uh, go into the uh, uh, accessible stall in a bathroom with a ton of them the toilet is at a better height because it's uh, at a height, uh, you know, matching a typical wheel wheelchair, you know, so you can get between the two. Um, but it's like that would also benefit people who would like to get up off of the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Although there's a case to be made that it's actually worse for pooping. Yeah. But like, I feel but... like I feel like the correct solution for that is like stirrups or something like not. Well, not, yeah, you not sitting on the floor. <laughs> you poop at home with your squatty potty. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, most people probably prefer to poop at home, like if yeah. they can help it. <laughs> I certainly do. Um, and sometimes uh, those stalls also have, you know, the entire sink in there as well. And like, you know, the hand drying paper towels and it's just like this is just what a bathroom should be right In incidentally it would also solve this quote-unquote problem we have with gendering bathrooms by just not making people have to pee close enough to hold hands <laughs> yeah I, don't, I personally i find the idea of urinals really horrifying like especially when it's i've heard of this thing called the trough where it's not even a urinal, <laughs> like you don't even have the itty bitty tiny amount of privacy that a urinal provides you. It's just literally like peeing against a wall. I guess this happens mostly in like stadiums and whatever. Um, yeah, and I was going to say that that is something that also plagues cross-country running <laughs> is trophy urinals. Jesus. <laughs> On the other hand, at crowded events, it means I can cut the line because people <laughs> don't use them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't use a trough, even if I had, you know... A convenient means of using a trough. I, would, I don't think I would do it. So this has gone pretty far astray. And it's all my fault, I concede. Uh, that's fine. It's just hard to talk about trans people without talking about the injustices they face just trying to take a whiz, you know? Yeah. To use myself as an example, like, the events I was good at uh, back in the old days were the uh, 55, 100, and 200. And... Although I was ahead of least all of the girls in my school at those events, um, I wasn't exactly, you know, running a 
10, 7, 100, or, you know, whatever the world record for women is, um, you know, I was still in the 12s. So, like, the opportunity to cheat as, you know, like, just a random person by just <laughs> filling out my registration wrong. Uh, at one of our races, um, uh, they gave me and uh, my wife the each other's bibs. Um, but because this was uh, one for people who do this seriously... Um, the fact that we were like four minutes apart didn't even like change our overall placement. <laughs> you know, we were both behind, you know, like 14 men and 14 women. So it didn't <laughs> matter. There was like, uh, like one guy between us. Um, and it was way past, way past any places I counted. Um, and like third from last overall. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um and in the race i did get those non-gift cards and the baking supplies <laughs> there was this running group of girls in the like preteen sense like i think the oldest was 14 so you know less mm. than high school they call those tweens now yeah <laughs> but uh, so so most of that team beat my wife um and um <laughs> And I and I still lost to uh, their pack leader, who was an eleven-year-old, <laughs> and um, <laughs> she was the fast girl at her school. Not not in not in the fifty cents, but in the. And they all uh, were wearing a bright green and a tiaras that stayed on uh, perfectly fine throughout the entire race. While they were... Nice. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's just like it, it. It would be extremely rare for like the top three finishers to not be men, and then like the fourth is like the first woman. There was an incident where a woman won a race and there they always had like a top woman trophy, but they didn't have a top men trophy because the winner was always a man and it turned into a whole thing. I think it was a super, like a hundred mile race, one of those ridiculous. Oh. Yeah, because women actually are decent uh, endurance runners, just most of... Well, that's the thing. So with the uh, testosterone advantage, that diminishes the longer the race goes on and the further you get from, well, you know, like weightlifting and throwing because uh, <laughs> uh, in, in terms of like uh, kinesiolo uh, kinesiology, yeah, kinesiology <laughs> uh, like the uh, ideal distance runner in terms of like uh, distance covered per calorie spent or whatever is is like somewhere around like five five and like mm -hmm. you know like has the minimum possible weight because it's like not even something that humans are entirely designed to do and in fact yeah there's a lot of stuff that starts going kind of wrong after about 13 miles in the average person which is yeah the the stories <laughs> even just from regular marathoners are very very horrifying and it's like your body was telling you to stop for a really long time and you didn't uh, and you can see why that would be kind of an advantage for women, like ignoring your body's signals <laughs> to stop doing what you're doing. Like, like you do like for ignoring... five days a month. Right. Also ignoring <laughs> pain signals like yeah. childbirth because you have to get through it. You have no choice. Uh, in this case, I guess they're giving themselves no choice. Personally, my choice would be to fuck off <laughs> well before mile one. <laughs> but but that's just me. Uh, I've been torturing myself with half an hour on an elliptical machine every day, and I feel like a fucking victim. Um, do you get a, a an alleged distance on that? I do, but I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. It's I think it's usually around a mile and a half or something, but I don't know. I don't know if that's accurate. 
And yeah, and I don't know what kind of means of travel it thinks you're doing either. <laughs> Some kind of weird upright bicycle because yeah. it's not it's not really walking or running. Yeah. It's it's not it's like <laughs> climbing the world's weirdest hill. I don't know. Yeah. Um Oh yeah, right. Ultra running and how women so the only the probably there would be a lot more um female winners in ultra running if women didn't didn't have more sense uh actually it's more like a lot of women don't have the disposable time because it takes obviously like i knew an ultra runner when i worked uh in california and he eventually got divorced because like literally all he did other than work was run well yeah Uh, it becomes a job but like to convince your body to do that because again, it's yeah. not supposed to. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so probably, probably there would be if if women had less sense and more time, uh, then they would be more like men. <laughs> um, then they might do more ultra running and win more ultra running victories. Right, and it's worth looking up like all the um, Wikipedia articles on world record progressions for stuff, because some of the older ones are like you know, like, typical high school uh, athlete level. And that's because, like, society progressed to a point where people are fed food and have free time so <laughs> they can <laughs> train for doing a race instead of, like, incidentally being uh, good at it or not because their job involves, like, running from mine explosions <laughs> or whatever. Right. And you get, uh, like, in other parts of the world, um, there are vastly talented runners who are not able to train to the same standard as in the United States, for example, just because buying shoes is a hardship for them. Right. So, I mean, I think we'd probably see more progression uh, on if, if there were more equality in general. Or maybe not progression, but a, but a, a, much, uh, a much more boring flattening out. <laughs> maybe that maybe that's what would happen yeah oh another thing i wanted to bring up here is that um this is also like a, the year-ish anniversary of me starting taking medication for my ADD. Mm. and it's revealed to me that i was not doing a good job in high school at <laughs> athletics either <laughs> mm. uh because uh well racing's boring workouts are boring i could do you know up to a 200 because that's you know i that's the limit of your attention span yeah because 25 seconds is my attention span i can remember (laughs) well i seriously can remember because the cutoff after that uh the next one up is a uh the quarter mile um and i did not do those in twice my 200 time i (laughs) did them wildly inconsistent results between 60-0 and 64 because I got bored at around the 200-meter mark. Yeah, you wouldn't necessarily <laughs> expect it to, to be like double your your 200 time for twice the distance because that's just not, you know, you can't necessarily expect linear performance like that. But it should at least have been consistently worse. Um, at For uh, those races, you should... It it only it starts falling down at the other end like um like a fifty would not be would be worse than half a hundred just because the time it takes to accelerate right, starts to ruining it but uh uh two hundred and four hundred are, are usually pretty linearly comparable okay fine so for the <laughs> but like you wouldn't expect your you know 
marathon <laughs> to be, uh, I don't feel like doing the arithmetic times, <laughs> you're 200. Well, I mean, the world record holders are running four minute miles per mile. Okay, but for is, you, I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for a normal yeah. person, yeah, and they're probably well. It depends because it's weirdly uh, muscles are strange. Humans are strange. Yes, it, it turns out you can't be good at distance or sprinting because <laughs> there's fast twitch and slow twitch muscles, and it turns out your body will convert one into the other. You can't like work out both. <laughs> Yeah, bodies are fun. Uh, so with the medication, you know, if a normal person, you mm, know, took neurotypical a, person, it took a bunch of amphetamines, maybe they would get a performance boost. Um, maybe not. Um, but the point is, it just lets me try as hard as I should have been the whole time. It doesn't <laughs> actually let me have more stamina. It gets me over the mental hump of uh, being bored and zoning out and my pace <laughs> dropping because I'm not paying attention to the race anymore and my feet have learned an autopilot speed that doesn't, you know, cause me to trip. <laughs> oh, I wish I had that. No, it, I mean, it, e even just for good. walking. <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> I, I have way too many autopilot tendencies. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you have some truly alarming ones like the the, the whole driving thing, but. <laughs> yeah. So in the same way that you know, my drugs just let my brain um, occasionally work like a normal person. And then I go through withdrawal and am worse than I was before. That's a good system. Yeah. And it, it's not an overall performance boost to anything. Um, it's, I'm still net terrible, <laughs> but <laughs> but better than before. Um, right. The, the same thing goes for taking uh, hormones. While you can like while there are you know steroids um that do have the obvious effects followed by the immediate detrimental effects mm -hmm. just like a neurotypical can't take a bunch of amphetamines to um like unlock intelligence because mm -hmm. it's always been unlocked there's nothing to unlock they can just get high mm -hmm. you can't take uh hormone replacement therapy in an attempt to uh, like further masculinize or feminize your cisgender body unless you also had a hormonal dysfunction at some point in your life. Like you can't just take a bunch of estrogen like if you want bigger boobs because <laughs> it's a combination of DNA and uh, the hormones are just sort of working on that instruction. It's not just what they do. Early birth controls were basically a whole bunch of estrogen. The dosages were much, much higher when they yeah. first were introduced. And it just made people sick. Right. <laughs> That's why the doses are lower now. Also, they tested them on uh, women in uh, Middle America. Middle America? What are they? No, Latin America. What do they call that? The middle part? Central, Central America. That's the one. <laughs> middle <laughs> America is like Iowa. <laughs> oh, my God. Central American women without appropriate informed consent, which is always fabulous. Oh, there's like a list of those uh, yeah. incidences. Especially a population of women more likely than average to be Catholic, and that's anathema to the religion, yeah. but you know. Even better. Yeah. Um, so the same reason is why, like, you also really shouldn't be concerned with someone taking hormone replacement therapy 
as like a quote unquote performance enhancer. Because again, like you're, they're just going towards what their body would have been um, given their current DNA because like secondary sex characteristics aren't on the sex chromosomes. They're all over the place. Yeah. Embryos start out as one gender and then it's female incidentally right and then it's the uh supply of uh androgens that you know turn everything inside out except in certain cases right so you know it's just like <laughs> the, the sex chromosome is just sort of a random marker that kind of correlates to stuff and there are genetic disorders all over the place and furthermore if you wanted to like arbitrarily like redefine uh, a forced binary by like uh, androgen concentration, you'll probably find that if you just tested like all athletes, like across, you know, just like just all of it, just like, you know, every kid in high school, you know, you'd probably find a bunch of cis boys who are full of estrogen and what, you know, regardless of um, how they identify, present, and behave. And you might also find plenty of cisgender female athletes who are completely uncomfortable in their identity, who are really good and incidentally have uh, more androgens than other boys who are perfectly happy identi identifying as cisgender. It's right. just... You'd probably find something like the a chart of gender where there are peaks... <laughs> Right. But there's also a whole area in the middle and then toward and like outliers on both ends. Like right. you, you discover that what you wanted to give you two bars is it's just a, it's a right. It would just be a scatter plot with some concentrations. Yeah. And it would probably be uh, even more noisy if you went to like the, the student body as a whole. And, you know, instead of like the people that just signed up for sports. Right. You know, it's just it's just all a damn mess. So like. So yeah, th there is an issue that like we need to get out of the binary for competitions, not and but not go to nothing. But we we do need to figure out something. But it's not like because non-binary athletes are a plague upon <laughs> the sports world. Yeah, first of all, there would have to be enough non-binary athletes comfortable who are able to feel comfortable, you know, coming out, which isn't likely to ha I mean you're never going to get a sneaker sponsorship that way well I mean there's always glomming on for social justice points oh god yeah I don't have a solution for that right now but it's also <laughs> not the biggest problem in the world either it's super not like just let kids transition when they're ready and by the time that they're in high school where you actually have to worry that the boys are you know so much bigger than the girls and that if you let them both uh play basketball together that something something <laughs> maybe injuries go up i mean but so many like we we let football like exist so like you know what yeah. i don't i don't, <laughs> don't want to come it. to me with your concern <laughs> yeah. your concern right. trolling <laughs> yeah i mean girls are tearing their meniscuses left and right playing soccer anyway how much worse is that likely to get if you let a few trans women play too um, and and the the one adjacent thing to this we can discuss, uh, just because it was so ridiculous, was uh, that Peloton ad that oh my god <laughs> happened. Oh my god! So I saw that ad organically, like oh before. wow, yeah, like we were That's just impressive. watching like the Food Network or whatever, which we do sometimes when we're not really watching it, but like you just yeah. want to have something on. 
<laughs> and this ad comes on and I'm like, what the fuck? He bought her an exercise bicycle for Christmas? Is he crazy? Which is an ableist word. I apologize. Um, that's not a good gift. That's worse than a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> like if, if a woman in your life specifically asks you for that exercise bicycle and you have that much cash lying around, including the monthly subscription, which is also ridiculous, mm-hmm. by all means. But the, the commercial gives us no indication that that's the case. So this is just like some creepy, like heteronormative, like, hey, honey, your ass could be better. <laughs> and, she, and she and and the, the, the conceit is that this woman is like recording these weird videos for for a year. And then she sits her husband down on the couch and makes him watch it, which is an adequate punishment. Like he should definitely be punished for that and making him watch these terrible videos that she's been recording of her stupid Peloton progress is like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. I mean, that would be really boring. He deserves that. Um, but the whole thing was so icky. Yeah. You know, she's surprised to get it in the not expecting it at all sense, which is yeah. revealed in her, you know, uh, voiceovers and selfie videos that she was <laughs> completely unprepared for all of this, <laughs> you know, like mentally, I mean. Most people receiving unexpected fitness equipment as a gift are gonna have that thought, wait a minute. What are you trying to say here? Yeah. Which is, you know, perfectly legit. It's, again, it's like buying your wife a vacuum cleaner when she didn't specifically ask you for one. It's like, so, you you think the floors are dirty or what? You think I need to vacuum more? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and, like, they're, tra- of course, the company's trying to defend it or whatever, but it's... It, it's it's indefensible it really is um because uh, uh like now on the plus side they didn't like fat suit her for the oh. before yeah okay that's the only thing they could have done to make this worse right she's she stayed the same size throughout because she's an actress she's already thin right now on the other hand okay so it's not because he thinks she's fat unless it's the abusive way that men call thin women fat because it's more about the control and putting her down well that's not impossible (laughs) you know (laughs) like yeah that that's that's a much more reasonable interpretation of the sad which is uh (laughs) which led to (laughs) the, the unauthorized sequel to it Right. Ryan Reynolds apparently has gin, which I would not have known. Right. Me neither. <laughs> and I still don't particularly care, but nevertheless, right. he does. <laughs> and the commercial for it is like a parody sequel of this ad. Like the woman is just like, it. I, I watched it. And for the first few seconds, I was like, is this thing playing? Because it's just the woman right, like yeah. staring mm-hmm. into space. And you yeah. think it's like, and she really is great at sitting perfectly still. Um, and, it is then, the, and it is the same actress, to be clear. Yeah, it is. Um, and and her friends, and, and then, you know, it pans out a little and she's got some gin that she's drinking and she's like, this gin is really smooth. And her friends give her their gin because they know what her husband's been up to and what a dick, kind of, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's implied that she's either uh, already left or is at least discussing the issue with people. Yeah. It's... <laughs> It's almost like the commercial is like Stockholm Syndrome. Like, she's so grateful for this. Like, if you were going to spend two grand on something for me and you bought me an exercise bike, like, we got to have a talk. Yeah. 
also like it's such an expensive piece of equipment like even if you bought it for your wife knowing that she really loved like spinning classes or whatever it might not be the best bicycle like she might not want that one she might want a very expensive stationary bike but maybe not that you should ask you know yeah it's the it it is definitely in the dollar amount where it's like i would have loved if like you gave me a piece of paper that said hey i'm gonna go buy you a bike when do you want to go shopping you know like yeah it's kind of like like an engagement ring like you really should just go together for that yeah. <laughs> it's fine it doesn't ruin anything it it, it 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 might ruin you know the surprise but that's dumb yeah i mean <laughs> would you rather have that or you know uh, 60 years of lies about the kind of crap she likes and and you know there was a dolphin on it for some reason and you, now you keep buying her dolphin crap and it just gets more and more awkward for her to say she hates dolphins and yeah. and then one of you dies <laughs> yeah it's like this thing where somebody gave my my grandma-in-law a bell for something just like a commemorative bell like a tourist thing from somewhere and then other people started giving her bells and now she has this whole little display case full of bells and she doesn't love bells particularly, but now she's just got a bunch of bells and people buy her more. Yeah. And there was also uh, the viral tweet about um, th this is what you do when you turn 30 is you have to pick one thing that will be the thing that people just get you for gifts. And it doesn't even have to be <laughs> something you like. It's just going to be your thing. Yeah. I don't know why people <laughs> haven't figured out that my thing is Apple Watch bands because like... <laughs> That's obvious, and it's so convenient. There's one at every price point. Yep. <laughs> like, literally, the Hermes ones, and then on the other end, you know, the $49 ones. Yeah. No, I, I just like gifts. I don't like this time of year for the unnecessary stress of all that and being the neurodiverse person that I am receiving <laughs> is worse than buying things. Oh yeah because you have to act an appropriate response. And I don't know those responses. And like I don't know what my face is doing. I've just got resting bitch face. It's just a whole thing. It's just a minefield for the neurodiverse. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. Um, and we are never going to do a Christmas episode because... Uh, <laughs> what would that even be? Exactly. Um, <laughs> because this is going to be the last depressing one for the year because the only uh, time we have left to do things will be the things that were not terrible during the year. And I don't care if I counted the weeks wrong. We'll make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll add a nice thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of that to go around. <laughs> 